welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or ever listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk and on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC for all the latest news, reviews, and interviews. Obvious have some splaining to do. The judges made some wild decisions that have caused ripples on and off camera. So did they get it right? It's time to talk all things Drag Race España All-Stars. And here, here with me to have a ball is the biggest sinner, Reina Nobuena. How are you? Well, thank you, Michael. How are you? Good. Um, for those who don't know, um, Reina has a drag mom who is no good. So she's no buena. It's okay, brilliant. Exactly. It's pre- it works perfectly. Uh, and it's funny because Nancy came up with it, like mm-hmm. for the no buena part, because I knew I wanted Reina. And then I was like, Reina, no good. I don't know. It doesn't really. And then Nancy was like, Reina, no buena. And it was and from there. It's just been perfect. Really? It's like, it's like <laughs> she's done this for a very long time. I know. She's so much older than I am. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends, pronunciations, I will eventually get better, but Spanish is not my forte. Um, it is what it is, what it is. Um, as always, I must leave a disclaimer. This is an injuring podcast. We're discussing reality digital characters as presented as reality production. We're showing the editing of until Joe wants to see. We are presented to the reality production. We're going to tell them to the character crap, but they've also put themselves in a busy to discuss. We're discussing the podcast. We're in the discuss reality in the show. All right, so three episodes in. Uh, we are officially halfway through the season because it is only a six-episode season. How are you feeling? What are your thoughts? Season, I feel like the drag is almost there uh, for like a lot of the girls, which makes me excited. And it's fun to see a lot of queens who didn't do so well in their initial season really come back yeah. with just like, I think Seth Lewis has just been like gorge throughout the entire time. But the, the, the judging has been interesting. And I think this episode specifically I'm not sure how much I agree with what was said, uh, but it's been a very fun season. <laughs> yeah, um, we're going to talk about the specifics of it later, obviously. But um, basically, I've had a weird taste in my mouth since last season because I was like, "You, you can say Petita's you're going your winner, but don't tell us she's your winner early on, um, and give her wins that she doesn't deserve." And here we are doing it again. Clear who they want. Um, It's interesting. Yeah. All right, let's go through it. It was an emotional one as Onyx is out and Sutless is devastated. She believes Poopy made the decision as Onyx was on thin ice and acted out of an affinity for Sagittaria. All right, we are starting this rivalry early between Sutless and Sagittaria. Oh, God. Twinks, they hate each other. Really, really do. Do you have a rival twink? Oh gosh, I don't at all right now. I think right now I'm in my very like it's my first year of drag or like mm-hmm. entering my second year, and I'm just very like I love everyone. Well, you uh, just won um a, a round of a pageant, so you're gonna have some enemies soon. Welcome. It's going to start. I can't wait. (laughs) Setless will say that she is disappointed that she couldn't do more for Onyx, but Poopy will say it wasn't that easy. 
Poopy tells us that Onyx was her decision as this was an opportunity for Sagittaria, not just in the competition, but a personal opportunity for her to grow as a person. Is that a fair decision for Poopy to come up with? <laughs> Why not? I don't think I agree with the, um, I like, I don't know. Poop. I, I have many opinions about Poopy. I think, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I don't know if I would have sent Onyx home because of the reasoning that she gave. Um, yeah. That's what Sagittaria I'll will be asked how she feels and if she is happy to be, to still be there, but she turns it right around and assumes who Setless picked. And well, her assumption was right. She she knew exactly. Setless plan to eliminate Sagittaria. Um, you agree with that decision? I mean, Sagittaria, it's like I don't know. She still feels new, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I have loved her runways the most, but I just think the attitude in the workroom and with the girls, I'm not sure if I agree with it completely. Fair enough. Yeah. Setless tells her to not take it personally as anyone would have done that in the situation. Do you think the other season two girls would have eliminated Onyx over Sagittaria though? Maybe depending if they want to do strategy. I don't know, but I, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't think, I think we are still sticking to the season alliance, which might be why we had some of the results we had for this episode. Just saying, conspiracy theories, that's what I love to do every week. Sagittarius tells us that if she's in the top and Setless is in the bottom, she better be careful, then be fighting words. But let's lighten the mood a bit, as Poopy is congratulated for being flexible. That lady split her kitty. Uh, she warmed up and she isn't in pain. I mean, that's the dream. <laughs> um, are you a split diva? I was when I first started. Took a bit of a break for like the past mm-hmm. nine-ish months. And now I'm getting back into it. Nancy and I are texting each other every morning saying, are you doing your splits? Are you doing your stretches? Because she wants to be a splitting queen. I can do it if I need to. I just really need to prepare before. I mean, I was going to say Nancy's very old, so I don't know if she could, but Poopy Poison is probably double her age. So Exactly. So she has a chance. She has a chance. (laughs) A fighting chance. Paquita, who will be the fortune teller of the episode, questions if the packs by season will be broken. They will be. Don't you worry. We'll actually do because it's going to affect you. Mm -hmm. Immediately hurt. Time to fight. One more is gone. Seven are left. Let's see what Onyx had said. Hashtag Team Setless. Uh, she she went there. Really did. Boopy shows off her new pin and is hoping someone else will get the feeling of winning because, yeah, it's a little draining when Setless wins three weeks in a row. A bit much. Jirigi wants to win, but really mostly for the money. I was like, yeah, I feel you, girl. I like money more than a little badge. Perfect. Money's one of my favorite things. Yeah. Paquita <laughs> will share that she wasn't so sure that Poopy would have saved Sagittaria. Uh, that was a little bit of a shocker to me, too, little twink Sagittaria, because she her mouth was agape. Paquita mentions reading something on Twitter as Sagittaria is active on Twitter. And spoiler, she was very active on Twitter following this episode, but we're going to get to it. Um, <laughs> do you have a Twitter slash X presence? But I am, Are you a happier person for it? I think I am. I feel like I haven't thought of Twitter since 
a very long time, Twitter X, whatever it is. I think I only go there whenever there's things like this happening and I want to hear it in real time. I feel Same. like it's fun to see. Uh, so I'll always like have my account on my phone that I use just for that, but I never log in. Like I only do it. It's a stalking account. Fully. Yeah. But what Piquita is referring to is a Twitter mention that perhaps Sagittarius and Poopy didn't have a great relationship, but to her, it seems to be a lie. Is social media really a great place to gauge the validity of a relationship? Lied once on social media. Oh, of course not. Never. <laughs> never I just not. feel I I I know that the way that social media works, especially in the world of nightlife, you embellish a lot of things. You say, "Oh my God, my best friend," blah 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 blah. When you post on someone's uh, photo, you you don't even DM each other. We know it's all for clout. The amount of girls that I'll comment like, "Oh my God, obsessed with you." I don't know them. I I could walk past them. Today, I wouldn't know a thing. Welcome to my world of the Glam Awards. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel like, especially in the world of drag race, it's all another performance art. Yeah, I feel like I can't get into it. I feel like I'd rather, again, just be a viewer of it. Right. And like, I have like a username that literally is like Twitter user XX, like number two, three, four, five, whatever. Um, so I cannot be identified. <laughs> I mean, you could be a troll if you wanted to. I could easily be a troll if I wanted to, but I'm too pretty for it. <laughs> That's true. All right, Poopy will explain that they didn't have much of a relationship, but in the end, the heart gets you. Ornella thinks that it was a good idea as there are too many season two girls. And that is what we call strategy. Smart lady. Sagittarius question for her emotions on stage and she shares that she felt alone and the girls will still take this opportunity to alienate her by mocking her but she will explain she was worried about coming there and being called out for her demeanor, demeanor on Twitter there is a virtual Saji and the Saji who is there I think that's fair I think that's a definite real thing I think it's incredibly relatable and like feeling isolated in a, such like a high stakes environment mm -hmm. as I'll start like that's just not cute. And I know it's, I mean, we can see it building in her Absolutely. throughout. Yeah. Setless does not get Sagittarius calling her out for crying without crying. She believes she tells half truths. I feel like someone's not a fan of Sagittarius. <laughs> hmm, maybe. <laughs> the alarm sounds, and in the video, a crystal ball. Supreme gives us clues about seven sinners. It's them, they're the sinners. Supreme arrives, and once again, we are honoring Theresa May's season three promo look with the purple and the lime green. Is that a color combo that's popular that just I'm unaware of? I feel like I've seen it before. The one thing, the one example in my brain where I'm like, I've seen it is at Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey. Because mm -hmm. they had have, they have the ride Medusa, and that's where yes. like I saw the green and purple together. And for yeah. that reason and that reason alone... That's what I think of. When yeah, I mean, I always go to Theresa May's um, yeah. promo look because it, it was blaring. Um, and then the guest judge <laughs> last week wore those colors. And then we have Supreme doing it today. I was like, is it a Spanish thing? I think it very well could be. I feel like a lot of the bright colors or like mm -hmm. those unique color combinations are very Spanish thing to do. Um, when I went to Spain when I was younger for the first time, I just wore the most absurd color combinations. And I look back at them and I'm like, you know what? In the moment I was living. Like she was Where having did you go? a little what life. part of Spain? 
I was in Barcelona. Um, How beautiful. Gorgeous. Literally one of my favorite cities. I go there alone often now. Um, just I love that. I, it's one of my favorite cities to go to. Oh, I know it's that. so easy because I, I, I know the language. <laughs> Lucky you. I don't. So that's why you're so here cool. to help me. Thank you. <laughs> of course. All right. So we, they're very tempted to learn what the day has in store. But are they tempted to sew? Not so much. It is time for a ball. To find out what their third look will be, a magical tree will appear. It's their own Garden of Eden. And that thing was huge. They probably took a 20-minute break just to put that thing in for a scene change that took a second. (laughs) I'm not sure if it was worth the effort, but you know what? Go for it. (laughs) Now, they're each going to choose an apple. It's all simple until Poopy can't reach her apple and has to have Jiriji pick it for her. This really is the shortest cast in the history of Drag Race. <laughs> it is. They're teeny. They're teeny, teeny Because I, I know that I, I had met Sagittaria at DragCon UK last year. Um, and her in heels, I'm the same height as her. And to see that out of heels, she is much taller than Setlas. Oh my god. Me. Very tiny. How tall are you? Five nine, but yeah, I will too. wear. I typically wear like a six inch heel. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, so I'm you can to... see be eye, eye to eye to your mom. That's literally the reason, and it's so funny because I got like Nancy had a pair of pleasers, and I was like, oh my god, she has platform pleasers. They weren't platform. It was a long story short. So mm-hmm. I ordered these shoes, thinking, oh my god, I'm going to surprise her that we have the same shoe, and then I noticed my shoe was just about three inches bigger. There um, it is. There it is. <laughs> All right. Now with the apples in their hands, they have to bite into the apples and whoever has the sweet apple will get an advantage. Now, I don't know what these bitter apples were, but those faces. <laughs> disgusting. Is Was it salt? What, what, what yeah. was it? <laughs> but Poopy's going to eat her rotten apple. We will learn that the sweet apple belongs to Jiriji. So, yeah, height mattered. They really rigged that one for the tall ones. They did. Good for her. Honestly, it worked. Well, the seven deadly sins arrive. And, oh, pit crew, I would sin with the, some of those men. Day of the week. They're very, very pretty. I mean, literally, you can have one each day. Happily, on rotation, multiple times. Why just once? <laughs> Each queen will get an assigned sin by Jiriji. So here's how we start. Jiriji will give sloth to herself. Envy will go to Setlas. Greed is for Samantha. Pride for Hornella. Gluttony goes to Poopy, who gets drenched with chocolate sauce. Wrath is for Paquita. And lust is for Sagittaria. But wait, Setlas, as the bearer of Envy, has the chance to get the sin she wants more. She will get a chance to swap and swaps with Hornella and takes pride. Hornella now has Envy. It's unfortunate that what we see at the end of this episode, it's almost like, did they give it to her <laughs> on purpose? Mm. We'll talk more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could design a look inspired by one of the seven deadly sins, which one would you pick? I would actually want, I think, gluttony. I feel like. I, I feel like there's so much potential with it to mm-hmm. have like a lot of fun with it. And I, when I, yeah, that was the first one that came to me. And it also would be like not expected, I think. Mm-hmm. And I would love that aspect of it and really like playing with it. 
Fair enough, fair enough. Are you a seamstress? Okay, this is my sewing machine. Uh, I love she's it. Here. I just made a t-shirt. So Does she I'm have starting... a name? She does not have a name yet because I haven't figured out her personality yet. Okay, so far, okay. we're getting along, though, and that's really important. That's that's very important. I think no matter what, pick another language to have a, a no good last name, and, and that's the, that's how you start. I don't know what no good in French would be, but maybe maybe that's it. Like that? I mean, it sounds it sounds sure. good, right? <laughs> all right. Supreme will leave and tease them that they will be returning with a surprise visitor, and it's going to gag them. But it's not Cher or RuPaul, who um, both have been around since the Big Bang, apparently, because they're old. Uh, but we'll get Very to old. it. Don't worry, friends. Could you imagine Cher just walking in? I would scream at the top of my lungs. <laughs> well, Supreme will reveal that their guest judge this week is Laura Sanchez. Are you familiar with the Spanish model? Me. I am not, but gorge. Very. All right. The queens are going to head to their boxes of sins. And the way that Sagittaria was just wearing that harness, I was like, such bad things going on in my mind. Then she picked up the ball gag. I was like, okay, fantasy unlocked. Yep, yep. I'm shocked that she just didn't wear that the entire time. She probably does that on the weekends anyway. What she usually wears around the house. <laughs> exactly. Well, the options in the boxes seem to have a bit of a mix of amazing and shit. Uh, I guess that's part of the challenge to decipher which is which. I, I, yeah. Yeah. As Paquita says, they say it's a sewing challenge. How do you sew spikes? Shove them up my ass? a very good plan <laughs> very good plan poopy has a lot of crap in her box and as we remember from her first sewing challenge that she did redeem last week she used too many things she does not like her boxes it's very childish with knickknacks and toys she doesn't realize that gluttony would be the childish version of gluttony we don't get to see much in her box aside from what she shows us certainly they had to have given her something else right had to be more there had to be more. There had to be, like, there had to be more. There was no way that this is, like, the best of what she found. Mm -hmm. Now, Sagittarius has vinyl, and she's not a big fan of vinyl. Meanwhile, Paquita and Setless are like, it's so good, use it. Sagittarius' goal is, shocker, to look sexy and be a lust goddess and said, here's my pussy. That says lust. The textbook definition yeah. of uh, lost. <laughs> Samantha has dinero, dinero, mas dinero. Uh, it's like the money ball redux. Remember that challenge in Drag Race? Oh, I do remember the money ball and I'll never forget it. <laughs> yeah. She thinks she sees good material in her box that can be used. Okay, sure, girl. Meanwhile, we're going to watch Hornella test the fabrics and they're a bit stiff. No stretch for you. Now, Reina, you're a fan of Drag Race, right? You've seen many a sewing challenge on this show, right? At what point do the queens have to keep bitching before the producers will give them fucking stretch fabric? I don't understand, because this is probably like episode in the entire RuPaul's like world. I don't know what episode this is. It is bananas to me that we still get non-stretch fabrics. Literally, the amount of design challenge we've had in this calendar year Every single franchise, someone has bitched about the lack of stretch material. At this point, you got to almost wonder if it's on purpose. Yeah. It's like, 
they I guess like just expect it and like just do it like work with non-stretch materials at home before you go or like do like one Literally. class yeah because th- it's gonna happen now Jariji can sew at an advanced level her strategy is if you think you're screwed just don't show it honestly great advice fake it till you make it Georgia's is all I'll say. <laughs> now, Jariji has one of those neck pillows, you know, the ones that you wear on the planes, and asks Samantha if that looks like sloth. And borrowing a quote from that other drag television program, it's Teletubby Toilet. <laughs> I love neck pillows, but that I... was sabotage. It's fully sabotage. <laughs> though, though, you could make like really cool cuffs. For on a sleeve with them shoulder pads of some sort to really yeah. accentuate because there's like structure that you could use with them exactly so, so yeah. maybe that's the worst thing but just don't put them around your neck <laughs> it's not an accessory <laughs> no not at all all right Suprema's back and guess who's joining her it's the artist formerly known as anna locking because she's out of drag it's she's all natural very jarring to see her daytime look i mean this was like season one anna locking we have not seen season one anna locking in a while just so again, it's like a nice check-in too. Do you think she is becoming a drag inspiration for a lot of queens in Spain? <laughs> he does drag better than Samantha Ballantines. Let's be honest yeah, with ourselves. I mean, fully. So Supreme is like, time to help the greedy one. Speaking of that, Samantha, here's Anna Locking. Now her concept is grasp all, lose all. She wants to do a big bag with legs and all her greed goes on her skirt. And Anna reminds her to think of the visual impact from afar. It has to be a big sack. Words that came out of her mouth like they were normal words. I mean, it's, I wake up every morning and they say what you want, what you need to have is a big sack. Yeah, And I'll say that three times. (laughs) Expensive and over the top. Now, she has now been given her guidelines to follow with the silhouette having to be precise and if there is a reveal, precise as well. Will that happen? No, but we will get to it. Now, after Samantha, Supreme is like, okay, we're leaving. And Anna's like, please, daddy, I want some more. So she has to go look around, but she can't talk to the queens. What is this gross game we're playing <laughs> it's yeah i don't know silencing a woman no let's not do that please uh, 2024 even if you no. film in 2023 <laughs> all right so first she goes to hornella and anna says the fabric is divine so i guess the game's over she, she lost <laughs> Hornella's thinking of going in the direction of magpie, devious like a snake. She then mentions having a thousand eyes. Anna starts to talk and then Supreme silences her. So the game is back on. With Setlas, she admits she's egocentric. So yeah, that clocks with drag Setlas. She's she she likes herself. She loves herself. Oh. Now Anna will say that she wants to see a construction and not a naked body. I, I thought she can't talk. <laughs> Make up your mind. Yeah, choose. Oh, wait. Setless is the favorite of the cast. She gets a free pass. Once, clearly. Because guess what? Supreme doesn't tell her to t- stop talking. 
she's the only one that she got a full conversation with. Just pointing it out, listeners. Deceive, de- decipher what you want. We're going to head over to Sloth with Jurigi, and she says she's like a diesel engine. First, she thinks to figure out what direction she's going to go, and then she'll get started. Uh, so she is definitely Sloth personified. <laughs> are are you that kind of worker where it takes you a while to get an idea, and then you'll do it? We'll like start with one idea and keep it growing and then see it evolve, I think, mm-hmm. is usually how I make my numbers, how I make my when I style stuff too, it's just my way of doing it. It's like, I'll have an idea of what I want to do, but it's never really, my idea is never what comes out at the end. Yeah. I, I, so I'm, I'm writing for Collider doing reality TV features. Love it. So much fun. Um, and I have it like a, this, that my brain just goes a thousand miles a minute. So like, I'm like, okay, this idea, but I know I want it to go there. So like, I'll, I'll, I'll put it a line there and then piecemeal and the article comes together. I didn't realize that my editors can see the process. So if they ever watch the process, I'm really terrified that they're like, oh, insane human. You should do like a little compilation at the end of the year. That would be so. I really should. Oh my like, God. Do, 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 do. That'd be so pretty. But hey, my articles are getting at scene. I love you listeners. If you're reading them, I was in the top 10, three times last week. Um, number one and number two. Okay. Yeah. Humble. So, That's Collider, incredible. Michael Block, read my articles. Um, I, I talk about a lot of things. I have an article coming out tomorrow about the unsung hero of season 16, who I'm actually calling Plasma. What? What a. She's just. It's really special to see her, the way she's performing in this show. Um, and, like, I think she's. I, I don't think I've seen a queen learn from being on Drag Race so quickly and yeah. be able to apply it. So yeah, big, so big, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Jiriji's concept is a kimono base with something that will connect it to the top. Anna will ask if she has a duvet. She does have one with a mattress pad, and this is how she will wrap herself. And once again, Anna tries to give more advice, but she is shut down. Supreme says the advantage was for Samantha. What about set less? Just going to keep saying it. Poopy immediately tells Supreme and Anna that she has edible items. Everything is food. So she is thinking something with food and be gluttonous and eat food. Anna's coming in and asks why a necklace and not a headdress and the eyes that dart from Supreme's face. (laughs) Poopy thinks that she's trying to confuse her by saying the opposite of what she's doing. Could you imagine if that was a thing that the judges did? Like the fan base would revolt. It would be kind of fun. It would be kind of fun. <laughs> Chaos. So Poopy tells them she is going to try to not use everything, and Anna will get words in by saying everything has to have a place. Right. Great advice, but you're getting yourself in trouble, girl. You're going to get a spanking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fully. Paquita's turn, who is wearing a traffic cone on her head, and I was triggered. If you are a longtime <laughs> listener of this podcast, you know that that is a trigger for me but she will emerge from the trench furious and devour everything now Anna will use her mouth hole again to ask if everything will be well placed or kind of broken and Bakita wants to break it all it can't look perfect and that's all the content we get from Bakita. usually when someone's about to go home you get a lot of content not here not here over to Sagittaria who we are all lusting over let's begin it be honest she's she, she's a cutie 
She is giving mermaid tail dress with an open back and tied. It's difficult to make, but cool in design. She's nervous. She is reminded to add bulk to the tool or it will bury her. And Supreme yells at Anna once again and says it's time to go. Oh, what a weird walkthrough. It, yes, I agree completely. Let's not silence women anymore, Drag Race. Let's let's pretend that's that was a thing that was just very old fashioned and and a little haha, and everyone was in on it. But don't never again, please. No more. No more. Dare I say it's no buena? <laughs> I think you can say that. It's the day of the ball, and the girls are getting into face. They are tired from sewing all night. Sagittaria is very proud of the very first dress she made. She says the one for the makeover she did was no bueno. Poopy tells Sagittaria that she can dance in the one she made, and she's hoping to be in the top. Spoiler, not a fucking chance in hell. (laughs) Not even a little bit. (laughs) Now, I got to ask you that question, though. When you're making a design for Drag Race in this kind of challenge... Is that something you need to think about? Is can you perform in it? Oh, I feel like I definitely. So with the pageant I'm entering, I am like considering like there's going to be an evening wear section. And I'm just Mm -hmm. for myself wanting to make sure that I'm able to perform a number because I want to be able to do that. And I think it is helpful on Drag Race. I've yeah. always said, if you look back at Olivia Lux on her season, every single runway she had had a removable piece. Ready. Like she that was, was a queen ready. who was ready for anything. And having yeah. seen her perform in Brooklyn a few times, she is always ready. And Absolutely. It's, it's incredible. We love it. All right. Poopy is happy with what she did compared to last time. A little progress for Poopy is a huge step for mankind. Now the season one girlies will talk about the other's looks and Poopy thinks Paquita's is cool, but a mystical idea. Samantha's they say is a bit crappy tea, but she will say hers is less crappy than Samantha's. Now to set less. Poopy says it's nice, but the same thing. Okay. Let's let's we're going to get to the full look and discuss it, but we already had Anna tell her don't be naked. We have a contestant saying on camera, it's looking like the same thing. What are we missing? What are we missing? <laughs> and I also like, yeah, yeah, we'll get to the look, but what are we okay, missing? Okay. Now for Sagittarius, the weakest outfits are Samantha's mismatch and Setless is glued on corset. Tell us how you really feel, twink. <laughs> All right, let's head to the main stage where Supreme is giving us a 80s poodle fantasy hair and chainmail. Um, I don't get it. <laughs> but why not? Go for Literally. it. Literally. Now, it. our panel includes Javier Ambrosi, who still has the prettiest eyes. Like, oh my God, that that man is beautiful. 100%. Would look- Anna Locking is not in full drag. Nope. Javier Calvo just keeps rubbing me the wrong way. I don't like him. I really just don't like him. And special guest Judge Lara Sanchez is wearing sequins because she Googled drag queen and saw sequins. She just went for it. And honestly, it worked, as you should. Literally. <laughs> All right, we've got a ball, so we're going to do three looks for each queen, but we're going to go category by category, share our thoughts. And if the judges have some thoughts, we're going to tell you what they are, too. Are you ready to play? 
Let's do it. Category is heaven. In honor of the runway, we will play Angel or Devil in Disguise. Jerigi Durkli, no designers listed. So she's giving you Club Kid in the sky as she is this personification of a hot air balloon. I guess heaven is a bit of a loose term for her in the category. As an out-of-the-box concept, this is really fun and campy. It's quite daring and nothing like we've seen from Jerigi. When the look is stationary and you can see the elements at work, it's actually quite a remarkable design. The hair being the fire is so well done. The basket skirt is well executed. This is the only time you can ever get away wearing a cloud and sky cat suit. This was very daring. It just loses points for me not being fully in the category. It's an incredible, incredible, incredible look. I'm not sure if it really works for heaven. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, like, where I, guess. I almost wonder if they got a different prompt or something, if it said something, I don't know. Um, but really, this was so cool. It was, yeah. I loved looking at it. I wanted to keep looking at it. <laughs> the judges were looking forward to seeing a bit of the club kid on Drag Race España and call it fantastic. I will give it an angel. As well, audience 79% angel, 21% devil in disguise. Samantha Ballantyne's look by Antonio Velasco Madrid. The fact that a fucking horse face is the best thing she's ever worn is insane to me. It's so campy, but insanely well executed. The way the wings flap were brilliant. I love <sighs> the armor piece being like this Medusa face. I just wish the face matched in color, but I'll give it to her. Job well done. It really is like when the wings moved the way that they did, it felt like Disney level animatronic. Like it was Literally. incredible. Incredible. Because you, you didn't even see her pressing any buttons. Oh, it was so slick. And again, her face looked so good uh, with the horse on it. So, you know, that is what it is. <laughs> I'll give her an angel. <laughs> oh, same, 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 same. Audience 81% angel, 19% devil in disguise. Moving on to Paquita, look by Goddess Studios. We're going very religious here, giving you the Immaculate Conception. The starting look is very pretty, it's very polished, it's very simple. Then the reveal into the undergarments, it's just that. It's a good story, but that's about it. It's a very Paquita runway. She does it well, and it's always well presented. It's just a safe look. It's a very safe look. I'm not excited by it but it works like it meets the brief at least would you wear this to the club no <laughs> the judges like the way she sold the story and the course it was made perfectly i will give her a soft angel very 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 soft angel audience 79 percent angel 21 percent devil in disguise sagittaria look by Luis colomb hair by quindam wigs jewels by Matthias zanotti this is Met Gala worthy. Holy shit, I'm obsessed. The way that all those golds and yellow pair, exceptional. The headpiece is divine, and I love how the shapes interact within that, with one another, being twisty and straight. The mug is stamped. I am a, very much a sucker for a bold red lip. And that blonde hair, it is her color. This was just absolutely wonderful. It was full perfection. Like, this is it's everything is just so well thought out color wise yeah. story wise look wise and she is 
perfection. There's like no notes. The judges call her witty as the Sun King, and I will give her an angel. Big angel. Audience, 100% angel. Poofy Poison, look by Albert Moreno, hair by Alphonse Joquera, jewels by Bijou Brigitte. This is a tough one. I think the <laughs> gown itself is very pretty. Obviously, I'm obsessed with that color. It is my color. I don't love how it's constructed because of the way the panels are so visible. The reveal to the rainbow was cute. I don't think it was enough. I don't love the blonde peach hair. I think it's trying to emulate the sun, but it's not quite reading. This was Poopy trying to do something elegant. It just unfortunately didn't work. It was lacking. I would almost, yeah, I would not. uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. Do you think if maybe she did the reveal at the top of the runway, we would have given her a little more grace? or more i feel like i I, like if you're giving me a plain gown initially and then you're going to show me the under is going to be different you need to do what q did where it's like something that is so difficult and intricate this is just a bunch of material like i like i don't know it it wasn't for me (laughs) the judges call it pretty but needed something else i will give her a devil in disguise i am doing the same audience 24 percent angel 76 percent devil in disguise Poor Nelagongra, look by Joyous Vintage by Maria Francis, jewels by Aliro, Ju- uh, hair by crown by Aliro, jewels by Aaron Gill. I'm really not sure how I feel about this. I don't think it's that I don't love the concept. It's more about how she's executed. For me, it's not St. Sebastian. The single pant leg looks incredibly bulky, and the way that the fringe falls makes her leg look bloated. The armor looks like it was tacked on to cover up something on the corset. The the leaves are fine. I'm really just not feeling it. This is not the light I want to be seeing when I die. <laughs> yeah, it's a little haphazard, I would say. It feels a little hodgepodgey, but I kind of do like the fringe being cut mm-hmm. the way it is. I, yeah. I, I like the idea of that. I wish that there was more of that in the look and the bodysuit, or, or like the armor literally does look like it's like oh uh, i fucked up let me just and then that went on (laughs) i'm gonna give it a soft devil in disguise um i'm going to give it a devil in disguise audience 66 percent angel 34 percent devil in disguise they were kind drag set last look by jose cuevado reyes I think she is very fortunate that the photo the official Instagram shared did not include that fucking duvet she was carrying. I get that it was supposed to be the clouds, but it did not help the overall look. I think the look is very heavenly. I do not love that it's just like this graphic printed and painted on a dress. I wish it was elevated into the realm of drag, like stone it or something. The headpiece, like a good canary girl should, it was immaculate. It is an evocative look, and I will give her credit for what she presented. Piece is gorgeous. Yeah. I don't like graphic stuff unless it's like, again, as you said, it had to be embellished, it had to be draggier. It was just, this was like a perfectly safe look. I'm going to give her a dress safe, weren't there. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. give her a soft, safe angel. Audience, 90% angel, 10% devil in disguise. I think we got a lot of setless lovers. Category is hell. In honor of the runway, we will be playing Burning Up or Cooling Down. 
Jerry Jeter Klee, hair by Cesar Fernandez. It's a very terrifying look because of the face. She has such a way to give that airbrushed effect. Like she is Satan's girlfriend. The velvet was a great fabric option to pair with the black latex. Those hands are very much giving me a Ryan Murphy wet dream. Like I could see that in a promo for American Horror Story. Um, and that ass is out. I mean, when you got that ass, celebrate it. Well executed look. Perfect. It's uh, the horns coming out the way that it, I think everything, everything is just so well thought out. It looks phenomenal. Uh, it shoots beautifully. She's it's out of the park. 10 out of 10. No, Judges no. say it was intimidating when she opened her mouth as the darkness of the devil came out and they call it a perfectly crafted garment. I agree. Burning up. So. Audience, 97% burning up, 3% cooling down. Someone didn't like it. Samantha Ballantyne's look by Antonio Velasquez Madrid, hair by Quindam Wiggs, nails by Mariucci Nails. She says it's Terry Mugler hot couture, and for her, that's an upgrade. It just doesn't fit her. I like the old Hollywood inspiration. It's like Norma Desmond walking her ghost dog in hell. The hair is obviously the stone to fill style it just looks very messy in front with the victory rolls i wish the sleeves weren't so cumbersome it's fine for her it's great but it's just fine overall <laughs> that's the way to, to word it is it's perfectly fine it's a perfectly safe look it's fine i'll give her a burning up very very soft burning up audience 80 percent burning up 20 percent cooling down Paquita, look by Goddess Studios. She's trying to give you Alexander McQueen in hell. It's a bold interpretation. I feel like the story is like she's been sacrificed. I don't know. I'm stretching here. I think the ruby corset is beautiful. I don't care for the multiple fabrics on the dress because it does feel like, oh, I'm using scraps to make it work. If you told me that this was the design challenge look, I would be like, great. But it's not. But don't worry. Great will get an upgrade momentarily. It's a safe look, and clearly this was just not a week to be safe. I do love the height of the horns yeah. and the headpiece. Um, I think the headpiece, again, does elevate it. If I were just looking at it without San's headpiece, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be as uh, enthralled by it. Um, so I'm going to give it, again, a very soft, soft burning. The judges say it was impressive with the horns and the spears, and it's always her. I will give her a burning up as well. The audience, they did like it. 94% burning up, 6% cooling down. I almost wonder if she like ripped the fabric against the horns and like made that part of the presentation, if that would have been something fun. It would have been fun to have it be a little bit more interactive to, I guess, like sort of justify the different fabrics. Because it'd be really cool to have that not just on the gown, but to tie it into these external exactly. parts. It yeah. would have been really gorgeous. All right, Sagittaria look by Antonio Velasco Madrid, hair by Quindam Wiggs, jewels by Dovima Normi. This bitch is the real deal when it comes to runway. I'm obsessed once again. I think the grayscale works in this concept. It's giving Spider Queen with that brilliant latex gown, which now we know why she avoided the vinyl for the design look because she didn't want two in a row. The feathers, I think, look like spikes. So well done. The graphic of the boobs was really striking. I love everything about this. This is a spooky look. If she wore this on the other drag television program, exceptional. 
looked. It's a very got Mick look too. Yeah. Um, I think whenever I see Grayscale, I'm automatically going to go there. But it's fashion. It's gorgeous. It's so precise with everything, and like the the way that you see like the feathers just sort of spike out. Her makeup's tied into it, which is tied into her hair, which is tied into the corset, which is tied. In, it's 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 smart. It's perfect. It's just so good. I'm really obsessed with it. The judges say the feathers came up short, simulating spider legs, but says it was beautiful. Fuck you. I'll give it a burning up. It's uh, This is one of my favorite looks of the night. Audience, 97% burning up, 3% cooling down. Sean Gillen, I am calling you out for this one, you motherfucker. <laughs> oh, bitch. All right. <laughs> Poopy poison. Look by Antonio Aguardo. Okay, so again, trying to honor Terry Mugler, I just feel like we're just saying designers' names until sometimes it will fit. I don't know. Whatever. I think it's Medusa, but make it crustacean, like rock lobster in hell. There are some really rad elements to the look. I just do not need all that hair poking through the scales. The headpiece is remarkable. It's just a mug. I do not know why she didn't find a way to keep it female presenting in drag. The lack of the lash pulls me all the way out for it the makeup is awful the detailing on the costuming is fine the hair again also not needed um there's this could have been better it could have been yeah. better i feel like the 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 pieces were there it's just embellished in the wrong places i think judges say there wasn't harmony in the elements of the look and say it wasn't well made agreed i'll give it a cooling down down for sure audience 75 percent burning up 25 percent cooling down interesting <laughs> yeah poor netagongra look by erin gill headpiece by luis carlos anquist love you that she's using anubis as the inspiration i think going again with black latex is smart i guess maybe, maybe they um like are kinky in hell i don't know when the mask comes off, it's a really captivating face and mug that is giving goth for Hornella. My biggest issue is the silhouette feels incredibly simple. If you told me this was the design challenge look, I would say great. Spoiler, it's going to be a downgrade for what's coming up. But again, safe at best. <laughs> safe at best. I agree completely. I'll give her a safe, soft burning up. I'm down. Audience agrees with you. 48% burning up. 52% cooling down. All right, here is the one of the night. Drag set less look by Aaron Pardomo. I think drag set less crying in front of the judges because of the story of this look is why they gave her the win. It is yep. certainly not based on the three looks as a complete package. I think the gown is quite brilliant. The fabric featuring the newspaper clippings following her scandal is a really great storytelling element. You just have to be in the room to tell what it is. As a viewer, I can't see it. The black bodycon is a great image paired with the black bottom of the gown. We then play into the symbolism of the microphones and the crows. I think they are there to help with the story, but they feel cheap. I wanted the microphones to be elevated somehow. Give me stones. Blood red. Maybe have them dripping in blood. Something really tell us about the pressure of having to answer for your art. It is a look to be remembered. I just don't think it was the look that won. It was the story. I agree. 
exactly. I feel like it, it reminding me of <laughs> Alyssa Edwards's cameras. You know, like how, like how cheaply it's placed. It's just like upsetting uh, that like it wasn't well thought out for that part because it is such a beautiful, beautiful runway. It just again those those fine details are what matter. And I guess yeah, you're right. The story is what won this episode. Even but... the photo that the Drag Race España Spanish version posted without everything on it, I almost like that better. I agree completely. The judges say her storytelling is the best as it was autobiographical. It touched them and is one of the most astonishing looks on Drag Race. They are impressed she took the shit and turned it positive. I will give her a burning up, but most astonishing looks on Drag Race? Girl, go look at Lena Galore. She's she's going to tell you differently. Very differently? Very differently. <laughs> but we're again going to give it a burning up. Audience, 88% burning up, 12% cooling down. Just know that it's not their favorite of the runway. So just saying, just saying. Category is Deadly Sins. In honor of the runway, we'll go, we will play Sinning is Winning or Praying is Slaying. <laughs> Jury, Jeter, Klee, and Sloth. This is, this is fun. Yes, we have seen this kind of look before for a design challenge. It's very well done, very well executed. Her elements that she had in her box clearly worked i do wish there was some sort of reveal involved it is well executed it's whimsical a great way to tackle sloth i just want to know whose wig did she destroy to stick that on that pillow <laughs> i'm hoping it's like an extra wig or like from one of the girls who left that it's like oh here just take it <laughs> right because um, like i would not do that <laughs> no you're not getting that wig back <laughs> no <laughs> But it is really cute. I'm I I, I give it let's sin. <laughs> Judges say they love the way she laid out the hair as it holds perfectly. The manufacturing of the look is wonderful. They say the look told them about the challenge as it speaks sloth. They say she has an attitude and an imagination. I will go sinning is winning, and the audience agrees. 91% sinning is winning, 9% slay praying is slaying. Interesting. Mm. Samantha Valentine's doing greed. Let's call it like it is. Shit glued to a corset. <laughs> I think so we have way too many colors going on. If you have gold and orange and red in the dress, one of those colors needed to be the glove <sighs> color. I get you want to do Marilyn pink, but it's not cohesive. There's just too much. The whole thing looks cheap. I don't care how well you sell it. It's not distracting away from the crap on crap this should not have been given a free pass it's inexcusable bad. it's really bad it's really bad the money is literally like what um lala re did with the gift bags like it's like yeah. there's it's i can't there's no styling with it i just think it's not good it's bad i will give it a praying is slaying I will pray so hard for this. Look. Audience, twenty-five percent sinning is winning, seventy-five percent praying is slaying. Paquita doing wrath. Are you fucking kidding me? This landed her in the bottom. Are we watching the same show? Wrath I... is a very hard sin to personify. It is evident at first, no, but in a design challenge, this is exceptional. Didn't they say this is a sewing challenge? Just the roses. That takes skill. The silhouette is on part of who Paquita is. The makeup pairs well. It is very vengeful. My only wish is that we only have 
add the gold or the silver to make it cohesive. If we're calling it a sewing challenge, honor the sewing she made that. If the rage of tearing it apart pissed them off to see what was underneath, then don't let fucking do this challenge with wrath. Completely. I I think the presentation was so lovely too for the piece. And like, she looks incredible. Like, it, I, I just, I can't believe. I can't believe how this episode got <laughs> The judges say she took the look in another direction with the essence of Paquita, but they think it was a mistake as she risked everything with the action and crying as the look doesn't represent wrath. They also question the way she walks on the runway like it's quicksand. Not insulting the girl that way. Oh my God. Uh, I'm giving it a sitting as winning. I think 100%. I love this look. Audience, 91% sitting is winning at 9% praying is slaying. Sagittarius doing lust. If you are asking her to do lust with the given material, this works for who Sagittarius is. She's not giving you fucking porn star Jimbo tits. She's going to make it classy. This is Kylie Minogue, Can't Get You Out of My Head in Red. The song is about literally lust. I think the dress is crafted well. The use of the rope does give it a bit more dimension. She could have played with it a little more blonde is cute i do think making it a bit darker with a brunette would have worked well as well now if this was made out of vinyl it would have been a little more obvious but what she did i think deserved top placement 100 it did it I, it's again styled really well i do agree like with a black hair unit would have been really lovely to tie it in with with the ropes with the whip with everything i I couldn't believe uh, how the judges felt. <laughs> they are shocked that she made that look in a day, but says if she didn't take the whip out, it wouldn't have spoken to the challenge. And I say, fie upon thee. It's sinning is winning. Sinning is winning all the way. Audience, 94% sinning is winning. 6% praying is slaying. Poopy poison, gluttony. Uh, so she just can't do a design challenge. It is the Achilles heel for many people, and especially for her. Again, let's call it like it is. Shit glued to a corset. I don't know if she just didn't have any more fabric options or what, but she guided herself into a trap. The fact that there's no skirt or anything additional is terrible. The pink fabric that she used as a napkin, if she made a skirt and then used that as your napkin, there's the full storytelling we need. It's just not good. It's actually a few steps above the bag dress from La La Rie. And when it comes to styling black gloves and brown boots, that is a cardinal sin. <laughs> this is bad. This is really bad. This it's is like really terrible. bad. And it's from an all-stars. And that's like, oh, oh, you know, I can't. It like, it makes me sad to look at <laughs> They call her out for this challenge being complicated for her and says, yeah, they see gluttony, but they wanted something more spectacular, like a giant, giant donut on her head. How is she going to put a giant donut on her head if you didn't supply her with one? Praying is slang. Like 110%. Audience 13% sitting is winning, 87% praying is slang. Poor Nana Gongra doing Envy. It just doesn't fit at all. It looks so boxy. I think the rich green fabric she tied around her waist to make that little capelet is fine, but it needed to be incorporated somewhere else. I know the level of execution is higher here than some others, but you have to look at what is presented and what she is presenting here is just not great. 
well is like the i think there's just sizing issues i like i like the cape that's tied around the fabric love that fabric so much again maybe a hairband or something included in the hair to like bring it up with that fabric would have been amazing the top it's the bottom is just so bulky like i i it's it it doesn't it's up it's not flattering it's not flattering praying is slang for me praying is slang for me as well audience 29% sitting is winning 71% praying is slang and finally drag set laws doing vanity the discourse on the socials about this look i will once again call it like i see it it's shit glued to a corset this does represent the sin and it represents it well but if the goal was to craft something in a sewing challenge there's just nothing to it now anna said she didn't want to see a naked body and what do we see a naked body so favoritism it's her drag but it's so minimal also if you zoom in the construction not good I was even noticing it when um, they went back to the workroom. Like, it's just not good. It's not what it's. It's not good. I don't think it looks good either on the runway. Personally, I don't like it. It looks really bad. There should be the a judges say the look is consistent with setless, and I say praying is slang. Audience, forty-seven percent sinning is winning. Fifty-three percent praying is slang. So based on the audience and us, uh, we do not agree with the results. Samantha and Hornell are safe. Winners of the week are Drag Sutless and Jerry Jitter Klee. They win an Astrolab jewelry set. Sagittarius safe, meaning Paquita and Poopy are the bottom two. I, I, the, the, the Sagittarius not being in the top over Sutless really infuriates me. It's bananas. It makes no sense. Because if you're grading each look individually at equal value, Sagittaria probably is even better than Jirigi. It's, I think, the best package of the entire episode. But if you're telling me that the sin has to be the thing that you see, and that's maybe 50%, and then the other two are 25% each, then I understand why they did what they did. But at the same time, the fact that Paquita is in the bottom and Samantha is not, it, the, the grading system doesn't work because Samantha's look was worse, but she had one good look. Paquita had better looks in the first two. I, I don't know how this was all graded. I don't think it's grading at all. It, was, it sort of felt like they were just, whatever we want to do, let's just do it and not have it justified. I didn't agree. Well, it's time to head backstage, and the flames from the Inferno are burning hot. It is about to get spicy up in here. Sagittarius does not believe that Paquita should be in the bottom, nor set less in the top. She believes the best looks were her, Jirigi, and Paquita. So put that in your pipe and smoke it, Javis. Jirigi is happy to win, but she's also hot and horny. Um, I know that feeling very too well. Every day. <laughs> Setless tells the girls that she is there to get the crown because her mother told her and she is very obedient. Uh, is that what Mother Nancy No Good told you as well? I wanted to just have fun, but she didn't she didn't look at me. She was like, You're fine. Like like you're like I was freaking out right before and she goes, You have this, just go. <laughs> 
I love that. <laughs> now, Jareju's main concern at the moment is how to lip sync with a bit on her back, which is a great concern. Um, this is why we let the all-stars change. Now, our favorite twink, Sagittarius, doesn't wear her emotions well, so Setlots will ask her what's wrong. She says everything is wrong. She will fire a grenade onto the main stage by saying the judging was absolutely disastrous. She does realize that the judges named Javier and Javier are producers on this show as well, right? moments where it's I again under a lot of stress feeling isolated so much going on and if I were critiqued the way that she was I would be very livid as well like I would not want to be there I feel like the more I I really realize and remember that the hobbies are the producers on this show it makes me very angry I just don't like it because it, it, it is, is evident yeah, it's, I mean, especially this episode out of all, it feels super, super evident. Now, she will say that she doesn't think Paquita was the worst and will call out Setlas as not the challenge winner to her. Please note, she never says that she should have won. We know she thinks that, but those words were never uttered out of her mouth. She says what we're all thinking. Setlas glued glass and crystals, and there is no merit. Now, Setless will come back and tell her that it's more than taking a needle and some sewing patterns, which is fair, but uh, Poopy did get called out for the blue technique, but not Setless. And it's just like the favoritism is just so clear. She will tell Sagittarius there needs to be a concept of story, and sometimes it needs to transcend more than looking pretty. Setlas, who is ready to hit her hard, will tell Sagittaria that she has something she doesn't have, and that's brains. We're getting personal up in here. Mm -mm. Setlas wants Sagittaria to go away with her bad attitude, and honestly, watch her go next week because she bits to the um, because Setlas bits to her daddy is the hobbies. They probably had a threesome once, right? Probably like so many during this season and so many more now. <laughs> now that the drama has subsided, it's time for the girls to talk. Straight up with Dirigi and Poopy, Poopy tells her that sewing is not her thing, but believes she has more to offer. She feels ridiculous saying that she has to stay, but Dirigi says they all have bad days and wants her to know that she does have a place there. She says Poopy is iconic, but Jirigi just doesn't think the look is up to All-Stars level. Absolutely valid. I get that understanding here. Setless with Paquita. Paquita says she feels disappointed in herself that she couldn't understand what the judges wanted. Setless has great admiration for Paquita as she finds her talented, but she feels she's been lost and hasn't taken off yet. What does that mean? I, like, who are you? Like, ugh, ugh, ugh. She tells her, though, that the roses are awesome and she values those. Paquita says she did a sewing challenge in her season was robbed. Fact. And this one, she didn't get the shine, so she's begging to stay. Paquita will use the Onyx card and tells her to listen to her heart and save her. All right. She did all she could, right? 
Now, as the girls are swapping places, Poopy will playfully push Sagittarius' head. It was very cute and fun, but Sagittarius was not in the mood. Also, don't drag queens know you don't touch each other's hairs. So we're just like, just don't touch me. Like, Cornella tells her it's just a game. And Sagittarius responds with, it's a game based on equality, and she doesn't think they're judged equally. She's on to something. Hornella thinks that Envy would have been better suited for Sagittaria. She's not wrong. Wrong, but even so, I mean, regard, yeah. Samantha tells Sagittaria that her comments were super cool and Sagittaria says she doesn't agree with them. She's furious that their version of lust is what they wanted incorporated in her look. She's like, I guess they wanted more belts. I don't remember them saying that. Did she even have belts? I don't know. So what does she do? She's throwing pillows and the other girls are now not happy with her. When you have a temper tantrum, what do you do? Mm-hmm. I would leave. I wouldn't even say that I was going. I would just walk out and just like cool off because I know that I need to because I don't want to say something that I don't want to. I mean, I guess it was a smart thing for her to do by just like throwing pillows instead of like glasses. Yes. Pillows are a lot nicer. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Set less on Poopy. Poopy doesn't know what to tell Set less. She would like to stay. And she will say the exact right thing that will make her stay. She does not agree with what Sagittarius said. She has fed into Setlas's ego. So now, along with pride, her gluttony for compliments made her feel validated. And that's all it took for her to want to keep poopy. So Setlas will take the opportunity to say that Sagittarius threw a little girl tantrum and she won't take it seriously. Now, poopy is a little scared of the seriousness and sad about Sagittarius' childness. But she tells her that in season one, you could see her laughing, but she is super emotional and empathetic here on All Stars. Setless is getting a different sense from Poopy. She doesn't know her well, only what was shown on the show, but she thinks she has a good heart and was interested in how she felt. And that tells you everything. She said what she wanted to hear. Yep. If you are involved in a, a situation and someone was like, oh, no, you were totally right. Do you automatically use that person as an ally? A little bit more. Suss it out. But I'll, I'll, I'll uh, we can eat like a devil egg together. There it is. <laughs> All right, Jirigi and Paquita. Paquita will start speaking French to Jirigi, and I was like, ah, y'all are just trying to make me feel dumb because even the captions didn't translate to English. It's like, I have no idea what you're saying there. So Paquita doesn't know what to say to Jirigi, but she will tackle her in a different way. She tells her whatever happens, she's had a great time because she was there. She tells Jirigi that she wished she had more fun and will have more fun if she gets the chance to stay. And it seems that maybe those were the magic words to win Jirigi over because we get some sexy music playing and I guess that meant something was about to happen. It's time to pick the lipsticks as the judges paint pictures. At least they're having fun. Go for it. (laughs) All right, it's time to lip sync. The song is Cayu Minerva's Llorando Por Ti. 
This song has drive. It's passionate. It was a great track. Were you familiar with the track? Track. Um, I think, again, great potential for the lip sync to be fun. When it comes to drag, I don't care how passionate you are. Safety first. When Setla smashed the mirror, the lip sync should have been stopped immediately and she should have been disqualified on the spot. Jirigi has come out and said that she did have some cuts and bruises. I don't know how true that is because I did not see her go to that side of the stage in the edit. Why did they allow this to continue? At all. I think, again... It wasn't like an, oops, my costume broke and the glass fell. She took the mirror and smashed it. Don't like it. Do you think if it was a different contestant, they would have stopped it? Immediately out. If Sagittaria tried that, they would be like, no, stop. No, 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 no. Jirigi, the facts are the facts. She's not a great lip syncer. She's very internalized. I think Setless was mediocre, but against Jirigi, she was the more dominant performer. Um, I think picking up the pillow and doing that little chase around is the thing that won the judges over because it was silly and campy. In the end, Setless is deemed the winner. Jirigi's safe. Do you agree? You know, it's like... I do think that the lip sync should have been stopped and Setless should not have continued in the competition um but sure she gave a performance ultimately at the end i just the thing that's killing me is like i'm not really seeing a lot of people talking about that yeah it's it's a big deal <laughs> it's it's it, it, it it's bad if someone if someone slipped on all of that glass But what got me is the way that they said set last one, and then you see Sagittarius in the back doing a golf clap. That got me. <laughs> I think it's not fair to set less that I now have a soured opinion because the other two wins made sense this season. But now it feels like we really are doing season three all over again. I don't know if I can root for someone who's being force fed down my throat. This episode for me just makes me not want um, like short. Like again, it's it was cool that she was doing so well initially, um, but now I just I don't I don't agree with her winning this week. I don't agree with her behavior and the way that she spoke with Sagittaria is just like, in my opinion, just very fucked and like entitled. And I don't I don't like it. Now speaking about all that, obviously Sagittaria has been very vocal on social media. Um, she is being called childish for the things she's saying and liking and doing. Uh, obviously, the two are not on speaking terms really right now. Um, even Poopy has come out and said maybe she regrets a little bit for saving Sagittaria over Onyx, which that was the one that I was like, oh boy, okay, some some more shit must happen. Yeah, I think we'll see more. Do you think social media is the place to air out the grievances of a season that's still airing? No, 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 no. 
No, 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 no. It's like it, make a phone call, like do a FaceTime sesh. Like there's no reason to just put it all out there beforehand. Well, Setless is going to shock the world as she's going to give the chop to Paquita. Why? Like maybe, I don't know. I was sort of confused. Um, but I think what you said, like you touched on it with Paquita. I mean, number one, uh, Paquita wasn't feeding into uh, Sethless's ego all that much. Right. The way that clearly needed it needed to be. Um, and I respect Paquita a lot, just like so much. And I think she did not deserve to be in the bottom. She did not deserve to be eliminated. So I'm just... I'm not happy with that. Who do you think Jiriji would have saved? I think she would have saved Poopy. I mean, uh, saved Paquita, chopped Poopy. Which then makes me wonder, is that also why Setless won? Because they want did not want to lose Poopy. It could be, because honestly, if they did say that Sethless wasn't the winner, I would have been like, okay, yeah, sure. Like, it, it could have gone, yeah. Yeah, it could be. All right, I got some burning questions wrapping this podcast. Are you ready? Do it. What is Paquita's legacy? The one thing that comes to my mind, I just really, I mean, I love her drag, and I love the way that uh, she can present her own ways. Even if I'm not like fully into it, I think her legacy is just serving cut in like the most beautiful way. I think Paquita now officially is one of the most robbed queens on Drag Race ever. Twice now. Crazy. Twice. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she would ever come back again because technically she did this switch. I know that's some people call it canon and I don't call it canon of Drag Race. But this is her third drag competition show. I I, I feel like ride the wave. People love you um, and and make your dough. But if you're not going to be respected on the show, why put yourself through this again? Who won the week? Who had the best episode? episode For me, it's Sagittarius. I agree. Sagittarius gets it for me. It Um, is. Perfect. Again, I don't know if I'm just slightly biased because I met her and she's a sweetheart and I've loved her since the first season. Um, I just don't like the way that she's being treated. And and if people are mad at her for calling it like it is, that's on you. Literally, that's on you. I think it was incredible. We got a girl group challenge next week. Three, three girl group. Who do you think is going to do well and who is out? hoping that Sagittaria does well like I'm really yeah. hoping um, I'm not sure if Samantha and Poopy are going to do this is going to be such a weird challenge because um, even the season one girl group challenge was just weird in general because all I can still hear is Castilla La Mancha um and I know Sagittaria was like not great at that challenge. And even in the preview, she doesn't look like it's, she's going to do great. It doesn't look like she's going to do too great. I'm hoping I, that maybe... I, I'm, I'm full 
convinced they're going to put her in the bottom and she's out because that's just what the show wants. I don't think it's going to be right, but we'll see. Um, I don't know. I, I, I feel this is a weird group to do this challenge with. It's good to do this specific challenge with. But I'm going to say it right now. If, if Setless is in the top again, I don't know why I, we're doing this season. I'm over it. If Setless is... Uh, no. I'm just tired. After three episodes, the winner of the season is... I want it to be Sagittaria. I I don't think that she's going to make it. No. Um, I would want it to be her. If not her... I don't want to say Sethless, so I'm going to say Georgie. Yeah, listen, Georgie's definitely doing well. I think she definitely has the chance. My, I don't know what kind of format they're going to do or how they're going to cut it down. If they go to a lip sync, oh, she's fucked. She's, there's no way she's going to beat anyone in a lip sync. Um, if they go and just do a final lip sync and do it on merit, she has a chance, uh, especially with this girl group because she does sing. Um, but I, 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 if I'm gonna put money on it, it has to be Setless. Like ha- three Setless. wins and half the episodes. Uh, but I, I just don't want it. <laughs> the only way Setless is a win right now is if she lands at the bottom and someone smartly eliminates her, which would be great TV at this point. Such good TV, and I'd be interested. I'd be like, oh, things are happening, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. Where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Oh, my goodness. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram. And my Venmo is also the same. It's all Reina No Buena. Um, I am This Week's Diva, which I just competed at at Nine Bob Note, which is a sister bar to $3 bill. And I will be competing in the Ultimate Diva competition slash pageant. Um, which is going to happen in the spring. I'm not sure of the dates yet, but that's coming up. And then I have my weekly uh, every Wednesday at Sunday Bar with the beautiful Nancy Nogood, who's the best mom in the whole wide world. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here. I'm glad we were able to vent about this episode. I mean, yeah, there's a lot to say. So I'm happy that we did it. And thank you for having me, truly. Love doing this. <laughs>